America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 47. 47. Hour two, Sean Hannity Show. It is now day 47. Americans abandoned behind enemy lines in the hands of the Taliban. Joe Biden, he hasn't mentioned them in 31 days. 800-941-SEAN is a number you want to be a part of the program. You know, one thing we've been pointing out as, you know, this, the, 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 it drives me insane. The mob, the media, they, they love Donald Trump lies. He told lies. He's not telling the truth. The big lie, the this lie, that, you know, whatever. Then you got the media today. You got Chucky e. Todd over at NBC. GOP are being absurd. They're trying to punish the American economy. That's a lie. They never call out Biden for his lies either. You know, they ignored Hunter Biden completely. They let Joe, you know, the entire campaign be in the candidate protection program. Now he's in the presidential protection program. You know, they're furious, joy, joyless Behar over at uh, that hard-hitting news show, The View. Cinema and Mansion, they're enemies of democracy. They will get Trump reelected. I thought the mob lost their minds when Donald Trump said that the media was the enemy of the American people. I thought that was what they said. Um, anyway, it is it is hypocrisy on a level that you cannot even believe. We have a montage we're going to play of a lot of Biden lies, and then we'll talk to Miranda. Uh, individuals do know that they cannot come to the border. The border is closed. There, there are 22,000 unaccompanied children in our country right now. That's a, that, that's a record. That sounds to most folks like a crisis. Well, look, it's way down now. We've now gotten control. Of course, I take responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible what to see, as you saw. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you, those people will pay. As individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. President decides to amplify these latest smears about the vice president and his surviving son. That is Russian misinformation. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. Demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. We can strike terrorists and targets without American boots on the ground, or very few if needed. We've shown that capacity just in the last week. We struck ISIS K remotely, days after they murdered 13 of our service members and dozens of innocent Afghans. Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And? And if there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. So no one, no one told your military advisors to not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. The very people who are victimized the most are the people who are the leaders in these, in these various sports. And it's just not right. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia and 40 other states. All right, Miranda Devine, New York uh, Post columnist, 
And her upcoming book, we're going to put it up on Hannity.com. You're going to order a first edition copy. It's The Laptop from Hell, Hunter Biden, Big Tech, Dirty Secrets, The President Tried to Hide. It's going to be out in November. She refuses to give me a copy, and that puts... You know, I'm very angry that you won't give me an early copy. Why won't you? Why won't you share it with your friend? I sure I don't have a copy myself yet. So oh, what do you mean you don't have a copy? You wrote the you wrote the darn thing. You have a transcript. I have a manuscript. Yes, a manuscript. Excuse me, I stand corrected. You have a manuscript <laughs> that you wrote. Okay, so you can't send it to your good old friend Sean. I don't get it. <laughs> Well, you didn't actually ask for the man manuscript. I mean, it's quite hard. To I've read. been begging really for the release book? of this book. I know this book. I know I've been briefed on what's on that laptop, and you're going to reveal it, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely, and more. It's a deep dive, and uh, I think people are going to be once they've absorbed the full truth of what the Bidens have been into overseas. They are going to be horrified. My biggest fear, and I don't think anybody will have the guts to raise the question, but with the exception of people like you and me and our friend Emma Joe and some others, uh, and that is how compromised is Joe Biden? You read the assessment on Hunter Biden by the Libyans when he was trying to what, get two two million dollar retainer from them so that he can, you know, lobby and try and get the money frozen in this country for Libya uh, you know, a terrorist supporting nation uh, out uh, they they had a proper assessment. Don't you think China, Russia, no, the Iranians, the North Koreans, Kazakhstan, the Ukrainians, don't they have this a similar dossier on the Biden family? Oh, well, of course. But even more than that, I mean, it goes right to the top. President Xi and Vladimir Putin know they know everything about Joe Biden and they know he is for sale. That's the most damaging thing. They know, but they also probably, if I had to bet, because these regimes are tough, let's be honest, they, they follow American presidents very closely. And those compromising materials that uh, Adam Schiff so definitely uh, wanted mm -hmm. on, on Donald Trump, I think they exist as it relates to all things Biden, but nobody wants to talk about it. My guess is Xi, President Xi has it. My guess Putin has it. My guess every other country has it. Of course, and they also set up Hunter, um, and they will have been filming him, uh, supplying him with um, women and drugs. Um, I mean, we know that. It's, um, you know, incredible that Hunter, who was travelling overseas with Secret Service protection, could have been in harm's way to such an extent. And I suppose um, it was because of that Secret Service protection. But even when he cancelled it, because uh, they were getting in his way, they were trying to protect him from you know, drugs and going to dangerous places and so on. He didn't like that. He felt that he was being spied upon. So halfway through, he got rid of that Secret Service protection. But you can't tell me that the intelligence services of America were not fully aware of what he was up to and, in fact, may have been using him because he was right in uh, the inner sanctums, places that uh, our intelligence services, our spies, probably couldn't get into, like really uh, the very top echelons of power in both <clears throat> Russia and China, which matter, but also Kazakhstan, Romania, etc., uh, Ukraine, um, he, was, he was intimate with oligarchs and they were playing him like a fiddle. I mean, in a way, you, you know, in some senses, I, I feel that they felt a bit sorry for him because he was being used by his father and had a crippling addiction to both drugs and sex. 
You know, it's it's I will tell you, it is so bad. And you know that they did these things. I, look, I'm a little peon, right? I'm a talk show host on radio and TV. But, for example, when I was in Helsinki, uh, security warned me repeatedly that it was likely that the Russians knew that uh, I've had some relationship with Donald Trump and that I would be I would be watched closely. And I was handed burner phones by my own company. Um, when we were in Singapore, similarly, I was warned the Chinese would, would likely be keeping a close eye on me. And I had a burner phone. And I, had, I actually had my room debugged every day and, and checked for bugs. Um, I was told that probably everybody that worked in the hotel was a Chinese spy. And I worked, you know, accordingly based on the information they told me. And, I, and I'm a nothing. I'm a nobody. He's the son of a vice president. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, there was a time when uh, Hunter and Devon Archer did tell each other to buy burner phones. Um, that was when they were getting up to something nefarious. Um, but for the most part, Hunter showed zero interest in uh, safeguarding his information. I mean, he lost his laptop that we know of, three, t- three different laptops. I mean, obviously, the information's in the cloud. You know, he just bought a new laptop. He was always at Apple spending money. He lost phones all the time. Now, on that laptop... Uh, you know, details like the private email addresses, the private cell phone numbers, the private home numbers, credit card numbers of his father, not just of him. I mean, as every detail, he because he had a, an addict's memory, I guess, he would record everything, every credit card, every um, password, every detail, even the password to the government website that he used to log on to, to uh, connect up with his, you know, his secret service guys. Um, he even put that secret uh, password, he recorded that on the, on the laptop. So he's lost three laptops that we know of. Now, one of them he left at the Delaware Mac repair shop that we have. The other one, uh, another one he left with his um, psychiatrist up in Newburyport, Massachusetts, and, and Keith Abloh put that into a, a safe, and then it was seized during a... Um, a federal raid, um, and uh, then there was another one um, which he lost somewhere. He thinks that Russian drug dealers stole it. Well, I mean, if Russian drug dealers stole it, then in Vegas, then of course Russia has it. Not that I don't think Russia didn't already have his immaterial anyway. He he was completely out of control, and with his father's say so, he was doing business for his father with. Russian oligarchs with Chinese oligarchs or the Chinese red families and, and, you know, President Xi, these Chinese state-owned enterprises. On his father's behalf, he was doing business and he was out of control on drugs. And and, no and, and apparently on. a lot of hookers involved. Scale of oh, 1 to 10, how salacious is the information that is yet to be reported on Hunter's laptop? Well, look, it's it's a 100, but when you say salacious, I I mean, there's a lot of sex on this a laptop, and I think that's in a way... Well, by the way, th- this is these are things that have never been reported, correct? Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even I was talking to Rudy Giuliani the other day, and he's, uh, you know, he was the one who uh, gave us the laptop, and he, um, you know, he, he said that there is stuff there he knows that I've we talked about that he hadn't seen and he didn't know about because you have to dive so deep into the laptop um, to to find it because it's a very disorganized um, 
you know, like Hunter's entire life, everything's disorganised. He's tried to delete bits and pieces where there have been le- uh, legal issues, like with his his uh, partner, Devin Archer. Um, some of it there, then, you know, he, unbeknownst him, is still buried in the archives. There's a lot of... But, but the main thing is, I think, that's clouded people's vision of what's crucial on this laptop is all the, the sex tapes that he's recorded of himself with various women, including his brother's widow. And um, that's, that's salacious, and that's there, and, you know, so on. But, but to me, that's not the real story. Obviously, I've covered that in the book, um, and people are interested in it, and people need to know uh, what it's all about uh, because there's been so much publicity about it. But under that is a really serious story about Joe Biden and his lifelong uh, scheme, influence-peddling scheme, which began in Delaware. I mean, he was already very well-cemented uh, as a grifter and his family as grifters in Delaware, making a lot of money from uh, his so-called donors and giving them quid pro quo in his various uh, very powerful positions in uh, on Senate committees. Um, and and his, his brother, well, two of his brothers, but one brother in particular, Jim, became a mentor for Hunter and so travelled with him around the world and became a, a sort of an intermediary to make sure that uh, and keep Hunter on the straight and narrow check him into rehab every now and then uh, when things got too out of control. Um, and, and he was had a cut of the money as well. And he was there to safeguard his brother, uh, Joe's interest. The whole family revolves around Joe because Joe's the only one of them who's ever made anything of himself. And uh, they all uh, are devoted to him. They will do anything he says. And if he wants 10% for the big guy, that's what he gets. If he gets half of Hunter's uh, salary which Hunter complains about, that's what he gets. Um, you know, Joe says all the time that he's the poorest man in Congress, but, you know, he, he makes out that he's just plain old lunch pail Joe. Well, he lives like a billionaire, or as he calls a trillionaire, and who pays for all the expenses and the maintenance on his extraordinarily listen, you have, uh, beautiful mansion in Delaware, but Hunter. Listen, Miranda, you've wet the appetite of everybody. I've been briefed by people that have seen it. It's so bad. My attorneys won't even let me get a copy. And I've been offered a copy three different ways. So you have it and you're going to reveal it. And I can't wait. All right, Miranda Devine. We're going to put a link up, by the way, to Amazon. Laptop from hell. Hunter Biden. Big tech. Dirty secrets. uh, The president tried to hide. It's coming out in November very shortly. And we look forward to reading it. And I hope I can get an early manuscript for my friend, Miranda, now that I've officially begged uh, publicly. Uh, anyway, well, thank you, Miranda. You, you will get, I will make sure you get a book hot off the presses when they come, I think, the end of next month. So, Okay. Well, I'll take a, just a plain old transcript and print this sucker out. So anyway, thanks, Miranda. We appreciate you being with us. Our 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program, I, I, I just can't think of times like this, where a, a time in my life when things have been this bad, and they are. And, you know, I never I never envisioned a time we, where we would abandon our fellow Americans and leave them behind as we did in Afghanistan in the hands of terrorists, the Taliban. And, and Joe Biden is patting himself on the back and General Milley patting themselves on the back. And they said they turned the page and they're dealing with a very professional and businesslike Taliban that are now slaughtering our Afghan allies because he broke a promise we gave them. That if this day ever came, we would extract them and get them the hell out of there. We have Americans buying enemy lines. That we have a State Department 
and is saying, well, if there's a private charter flight doing the work we should have done, uh, you're not allowed to land in the U.S. If a third-party country is willing to accept your charter, that's fine. But if they need our approval, it will not be forthcoming. This is madness. This is total, complete, utter madness. Now, there's one good thing that is happening, and that is the Democrats are killing each other. There is an all-out civil war as it relates to, you know, the well, ultimately is $7 trillion, if we're going to be honest about the real dollars here. But $3.5 trillion new spending package on top of the $1.2 trillion, on top of the $600 billion, and on top of all the previous money spent. All right, so uh, there is fire and fury that is now being directed at people like uh, Joe Manchin and, and Kristen uh, Sinema. Um, and, and Democrats are absolutely... They're apoplectic about it. Uh, let's listen to what Manchin had to say. We've negotiated in good faith. Never heard of heard the deal of passing the two bills together. Explains opposition to the Democratic budget. He said, I already did compromise at one point five uh, trillion dollars. That's it for me. I'm not doing any more. We don't know where Kristen Cinema is. She hasn't given us the specifics. Here's uh, Joe Manchin. She said that they need by tomorrow legislative language agreed to. That means that won't agree. happen. That won't happen. That won't happen? No. Why is that? No, listen, we're not, we haven't been negotiating yet in good faith. No one's been negotiating along mm-hmm. those lines mm-hmm. with the other party to see what would be acceptable. So we, 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 all, all we need to do is pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill sit down and start negotiating in good faith. That's it. Mm-hmm. You have a- Senator, progressives feel, though, you're not dealing in good faith. They felt that there was an arg- uh, a deal made before. I never knew about that. Never, never heard so of it. So you, you, never, you never, were never part of a deal that linked the two bills together. That. About two of them are going to be together? Yeah. Why do you think we work so hard to separate it? Is it possible? Is it like, possible? No, it's not possible. To get a framework by tomorrow? No, it's not possible. Not possible you, to get any framework. What's possible is sit down and have good frank negotiations. Means testing means that do you are we targeting the people that need it or getting it or the people getting it that maybe could do without? I mean they're in pretty good shape. So I said means testing. I said work requirements. Those are all very very important in these things, and that way you target children. So you have the beginning of life, our children, pre-K, yes. Then you have the end where our senior citizens want to live in the dignity and respect of their own home. We can do that with some assistance. And again, some can pay, some can pay a little bit, and some can't pay any. That's means testing. It goes an awful long, long way that way. I'm just not, so you know. I cannot accept our, our economy or basically our society moving towards an entitlement mentality, that you're entitled, okay? I'm more of a rewarding because I can help those who really need help if those who can help themselves do so. Anyway, joining us now, uh, we've had a couple of private conversations recently, and he's as engaged as he's ever been, now living in New Hampshire. He's a former Massachusetts senator, uh, Scott Brown. Remember, he was elected with the idea of being the the final vote against Obamacare, and Massachusetts does not elect many uh, Republicans, uh, but he was able to win that important race based on that one issue, and they used the reconciliation process. It was the, the only time to that point where they used reconciliation to pass a new massive government entitlement. Uh, the people of Massachusetts, they had, they had lived through Romney care. They didn't want it. They knew better. Uh, anyway, he spent the last number of years as the U.S. ambassador to New Zealand and Samoa. Uh, the, the, I guess if I have a bucket list of a place I'd like to go, New Zealand and Australia are definitely at the top of that list. Uh, Senator, welcome back to the program. How are you? Hey, Sean. It's it's great to be on, and and th- and thank you for having me on. And and, and good uh, good afternoon, early evening to you and your listeners. 
I will say I know Joe Manchin, and uh, boy, he, he he made complete and total sense to me. It's another uh, what I call political bougie woogie, where you know they they give you a deal, you act in good faith, and then at the ninth, tenth hour, they say, oh, by the way, we're going to combine and and we're not going to do your deal until you do our deal, and by the way, we're going to raise the debt ceiling again. If you don't raise the debt ceiling, then you, you, it's your fault. The economy is going to fall. The sky is falling. The world is ending. I mean, it's just so typical. You have people in charge up there who are supposed to be uh, business people and, and protecting our pocketbooks and wallet, and they don't know that the debt ceiling is coming up and the, the drunken sailor mentality is not going to hurt the economy. You know, Sean, it's 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 surreal, see, but it's not. You see, like we, we've been around the block. This is not our right. first rodeo. Every right. time that we get to this point, we, for example, we'll always get the tax cut on day um the tax increase rather on day one, and then the yep. promised spending cuts. You know, eight years down the line, that they promised that never happens. And this is just well, typical Washington swamp yeah. sewer. Yeah. You know, their yeah, their look, mentality. Look. They have no intention. They want as much as they can get now. And Manchin is saying, "I'm I'm actually surprised he went to 1.5 trillion." To be honest, I wish he would have held the held the line. Well, listen, uh, I I know Joe personally. I, I have a lot of respect for his his, his guts, quite frankly, because I know the pressure that Schumer and others are putting on him. Uh, that being said, this 3.5 trillion dollar boondoggle, Sean, when I was there, it was 8 trillion dollar national debt. It's up. To, oh, it's going to be over 30 trillion plus. We we can't pay that back. And if you look at what they're doing, I love it when I heard, uh, you know, his press secretary and also the the president Biden saying, "Oh yeah, three point five equals zero. I'm like, what kind of math are you talking about? And the only way that one of the ways they're trying to do that, by the way, to you and your listeners, uh, they want to hire a boatload of IRS agents that then go looking at your Venmo and all your online uh, transactions over six hundred dollars. Say, oh by the way, you sold your your, your baseball card for eight hundred bucks, or your son, uh, you know." Did some uh, sold cleared out his closet and sold his old uh, sporting equipment. Oh, uh, by the way, you owe us two hundred dollars. That's how they're going to pay for it. More and more regulations, more and more uh, government interference in our lives. And listen, you, you've got we've we've got to stop it. We we, we are at a t- tipping point, and that's why you know uh, we talked. No no no. Uh, no uh, new news here. My wife was so upset, uh, Sean, that she's tired of complaining, and she's going to, you know, she's going to be looking at running for Congress. She's going to, you know, make that decision very quickly. And if people want to learn more, you know, www.gailhuffbrown.com for uh, and, and and help because well, you uh, you have roots need... in New Hampshire. She's running for Congress in New Hampshire in a, yeah, in a yeah, yeah. Republican plus seat. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. well, Sununu, I know there's a lot of talk about him running for for senator. Um, I think he's term limited out, if I'm not mistaken, as governor. Um, no, no term, why limits, no term limits here. He 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 he, uh, he not to interrupt, but there are no term limits. But yeah, listen, I want to be the first check. I want to write the first check. And I hope he does, because he's a great guy. He's All right. A, if he does that, American. why don't you run for governor of New Hampshire? Well, I, I'm going to focus on my wife and, 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 gov- and governor <laughs> slash hopefully Senator Sununu, and I'm going to help. As I said to you earlier, I wanted to help Herschel Walker. I, I got on the phone with him for a good hour today, and it's going to send him a check and going to help him in any way, shape, or form because we need good, good, all-blooded Americans to come and take back this country and stop this crazy agenda. It's just it's out of control, Sean. We we can't have it anymore. I've never seen it this insane, and it is that bad. Had. And I, I know everybody, all the, all the, look, I, the, the era of uh, a Scoop Jackson Democrat is dead and gone, right? Yeah, right? Joe Lieberman's not even liberal enough to be 
in this new radical socialist party. So J- got, JFK. Forget who, who he would never get in. Yeah, exactly. JF, JFK was a supply sider. Let, let's be you know very yeah. clear. And he believed in a strong national defense. So right. Manchin rejects Pelosi's call for the deal on the economic package ahead of Thursday's vote. He said no. And he said, I did compromise. I went from zero to $1.5 trillion. That's still a lot of money. Um, so he's, he's literally st- trimming this spending orgy by $2 trillion. Kristen Cinema dismissing, you know, questions by Democrats because she won't give her position. She's just saying that it's way too much money and, and she's looking out for her constituents. And for doing that, the anger that is being focused on them is, is, is pretty rabid. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's the that's what's happening. When I came back for after four years of serving under the President Trump's administration as the ambassador out there in the Indo-Pacific, coming back to what I'm seeing now, this cancel culture, uh, everybody, you know, really just hating on each other, and, and no, uh, no, uh, we're Americans first type of mentality. Let's solve problems together. Let's push back against China, against Russia, against the cyber crimes, and let's solve our our, our social issues and together. Let's, you know, if you have a different opinion, let's still go grab a beer and go talk about, you know, sports and music. You know, those things are, are sadly need to come back and they're, they're gone right now. But what's happening up in D.C., the strong arm tactics. But the good news is, folks, we live in a wonderful, beautiful country. Uh, and every two and four years, we have an ability to change that. And we can change the House in 2022 and we can change the presidency in 24. And if we take the House, that's a check and balance on on uh on biden if we if we take the senate that's another check and balance so uh, we have options people need to get engaged they need to be be civil to each other obviously and respectful but make your point and, and don't be a wallflower and uh you know i'm excited i listen to you every night i listen to you in new zealand as as we you know texted and talked, uh, and, and it's people like you and, and others who are listening that we need to basically, you know, be respectful, lead by example. Imagine your mom and your grandmother are watching you convey our thoughts on America and who we are and how proud we can be, and let's go solve these problems and be that check and balance. Quick break. We'll come back, and we'll continue more with former Senator and former Ambassador Scott Brown. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. Marsha Blackburn and your calls in the next hour. Hey, listen, word has gotten out. Now, hundreds of thousands of you, my listeners, have said bye-bye to your overpriced cell phone provider, carrier, AT&T, T-Mobile, et cetera, Verizon, and you switched to Pure Talk. And what did you get in exchange? You got the exact same great coverage using the exact same 5G network, the exact same cell towers. You keep your phone, your phone number, same number of bars, and you start saving 50% your first month and then every month thereafter for the exact same service. They have more plans at Pure Talk than the big carriers, unlimited talk and text and six gigs of data. It's only 30 bucks a month. Average family saving close to $1,000 a year for the exact same service. All right, so what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of us and just dial pound 250. Say the keyword, uh, save now. You start saving 50% your first month and every month thereafter. Pound 250 on your cell, keyword, save now from our friends of Pure Talk. Up is next. You do not want to miss it. And stay tuned for the final hour free for all on the Sean Hannity Show.
All right, more with former U.S. Senator and former ambassador to New Zealand and Samoa, uh, Scott Brown is with us. I'm listening very closely to what you're saying. Okay, yeah. tell me how do you reconcile the following? Radical New Green Deal socialism with the belief in limited government, lower taxes, less, less bureaucracy, uh, more freedom. How do you reconcile o- open borders and amnesty and, and secure borders? How do you oh, yeah, reconcile, absolutely. you know, th- these are very profound differences, and I don't see a, way, a middle ground here. Yeah, Sean, I don't disagree at all. Uh, however, there's there's got to be something within those bills. Just one, and I've said this when I was a U.S. senator, as I've had I've run 21 races. You know, I'm 19 and two. I've done compromising. I've done leading. Uh, I I can tell you there must be something in one of those bills. Just one small part you can take apart and actually vote on together. There's got to be something about the border that we can actually kind of all agree on. There's got to be something in. But there's in, but in there but, but but there really isn't. I mean, we're watching a president not only allow the law to be broken, but he's facilitating the law breaking. You know, where I grew up in New York, that's called aiding and abetting. You know, we have specific laws. You must enter this country legally. I you know, agree they, with you a thousand percent. You know, that's listen, what's happening at the border is a disgrace. It's dangerous. And you're allowing people to come in. We don't know who they are. Look at Afghanistan. We don't know where they've been. They don't we don't know what they're carrying, whether it's any type of, uh, you know, communicable disease, covid uh, criminal actions, terrorist activities. And we're we just, have, oh, we, have no, we, do, we don't do any checks. Let me ask you this about citizenship. If I wanted to become a citizen of Australia or New Zealand, how much would it cost me? Well, it depends on whether you have a, a trade that they want. Uh, you know, for example, if you're a doctor, a veterinarian, you know, you have talk one show of hosts. Nice they have any openings for talk show hosts? <laughs> Actually, they, they do a TV 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 three, and, and uh, they actually do. The the host there is now gone. So, but seriously, if you have an interest and you have an, and something like that, you can come in and you know, if, uh, obviously, get the ability to come in and work and ultimately get uh, citizenship uh, after a very short period of time. But if you want to buy it, you know, that's th- those those kind of that, that's very very unusual, and unless you're going to open up. Well, Democrats and tried again to sneak in amnesty in this reconciliation bill. You know, all these other countries, Antigua, uh, Belize, St. Kitts, Nevis, I mean, uh, Cyprus, Aruba, you know, uh, Turkey, you know, you can buy citizenship. It's something of great value. Now, I don't really, as long as people come here legally, I don't care where you come from. I don't either. I believe you should have a a background check to make sure you don't have radical associations, a health check in the middle of a pandemic, and pro- and prove that you can provide for yourself and not be a burden on the American people. Then right. welcome aboard. Right. But right. but we're not doing it that way. And, we're t- and then Democrats are saying, well, we'll give you amnesty, something that would cost a fortune if we charge for it, something of great value. Are they doing it because they're saying, well... We- we're the good guys. We gave you citizenship. Vote for us. Are they trying to buy well, yeah, of course they want to. They want to use it as a tactical voting advantage. You, you, you know it, and I know it. But to think that we're giving these people uh, um, uh, assets and, and monies and benefits that our veterans and our U.S. citizens don't even get—it's outrageous. So no. yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. But let's talk about the reconciliation now. Uh, well, I can't talk little, about it because I'm just out of time. But the good news is, yeah. is you're on uh, you're on Hannity tonight or tomorrow? What night? I'm on tonight. Let's talk about it tonight because it's the same thing they did uh, during Obamacare with yeah. me. And I, I you know, it's like deja vu what they're doing right now. All right, Scott Brown. Uh, now in in New Hampshire, his wife is running for Congress, 
and former senator and former ambassador. Thank you, sir, for being with us. Quick break, right back.